Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Joey Hodges. Joey, you are the CEO of Demonstrate. You are found on the web at wearedemonstrate.com. Joey, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh, for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Give us an overview. What does Demonstrate do? Yeah, Demonstrate is a full-service marketing and communications firm. Um, We specialize in outsized ideas and amplification of those ideas across a variety of competencies, um, including public relations, social media, influencer marketing, and paid media services. Um, We were kind of founded under the premise of brand storytelling, uh, specifically with earned media strategies in mind. We know a lot of brands and companies, organizations, nonprofits um, have great stories to tell, but they also don't have big pocketbooks in order to do that. Um, so we think about all of our marketing communication strategies holistically across those touch points that I just described. Yeah. How have things changed for you over the past couple of years? Well, it's been an interesting ride, I think, for most businesses, uh, whether that be for-profit companies or nonprofits. Um, (laughs) But we've seen the evolution of our communication strategies evolve through a variety of touch points. Um, I think it's more important now than ever to have the foundations of your communications plan in place um, as world-changing pandemics shift cultures, uh, protocols, processes, Um, or you just find yourself um, with deteriorating revenues year over year, trying to figure out ways to help communicate with your consumers or your intended audiences in a B2B practice um, in a meaningful way. And I think it all comes back down to the founding principles of whatever your business might be. Um, And that truly has um, led to great opportunities for us as a business. I'm really grateful to say that we've continued to grow year over year um, despite the pandemic. And I think a lot of that has to do with our kind of belief-based strategy of building uh, brand belief and purpose um, in order to communicate with our, our end user. In the world of public relations, and, and, and I have some background in it, um, but I, we no longer, I'm no longer practicing. <laughs> Lucky <laughs> kind for of you, evolved. Josh. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, so we're, it's interesting, like we're on kind of the other side of PR now where um, we are managing, you know, anywhere between 50 and 100 podcasts right now. So you know, it's really interesting now having kind of been in both worlds, but, um, you know, in PR in particular, um, you could you maybe define um, when when you say, yes, we offer PR services that can mean a lot of different things. What would what would you say are kind of in your zone of genius uh, that your clients are, are thrilled to work with you uh, to help create? Yeah, I mean, I think it all starts with having stories to tell ultimately. So, 
kind of the first process uh, phase that we go through here is what we call our immersion discovery period. And that gives us about four to six weeks to really dive into the brand, their identity, what they hope to achieve, their vision and mission for the company. Um, uh, and then also do discovery across the category and platforms that might exist in which they find themselves. And that really helps us get to the root of the cultural context of what we want to you know, have a conversation about with media. Um, we find that that work is beneficial not only for us to learn about the brands themselves, but also oftentimes for the internal stakeholders to learn what their colleagues and other key stakeholders might be thinking, saying, and doing. Um, oftentimes we find that in companies, they're not talking to each other as much as maybe they should be. And so they've got different message tracks or different uh, work streams that they're all leading and, and charging forward with, and they might not be mission aligned. And so that four to six week period up front really helps us hone in on what it is that we wanna communicate and how we wanna do that. Sometimes it's through thought leadership platforms where we elevate executives. Uh, sometimes it's through um, traditional earned media relations, storytelling through data points that the company might have access to. We're creating consumer surveys uh, for news coverage. Um, and in some cases, it's just new product innovation, um, looking at the market through R&D, understanding what we might evolve to, and then talking about the plans for the future in the company. But all rooted in, in news worthiness uh, and then manufacturing that to make sure that it's compelling both for the brand, for the audience, and, and more importantly, for culture. Yeah. And, and in terms of like, um, you know, kind of like the larger stuff that's been going on, right. That we're kind of hopefully at the end of, right. Is there any, Fingers any crossed. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Are, are there any, uh, you know, any things that have perhaps changed due to new ways of doing business or whatever that that you think have had lasting impact within the PR world? Yeah, absolutely. I think when we start to look at um, live events as a, a, a really tangible example, you know, that world shut down. Um, and so in, in March of 2020, we were canceling our attendance at Expo West. We were canceling our attendance at South by and the International Houseware Show and all of these major conferences um, that we had relied on heavily to generate brand news and moments in time on behalf of our partners. And so we quickly had to put our digitally native hats on to figure out what can we do that can still be compelling enough to interest media, interest influencers, to start talking about the brands that we were working with? And so we pivoted into digital, um, digital experiences, digital events, as many companies did. I think what we learned over time is that there is a place for digital, whether that be live stream, whether that be snippets of co-hosting, um, whatever the case might be, branded world experiences. Let's just start to talk about meta and the metaverse, uh, Web3, but looking specifically at how do we engage our core audiences outside of just those physical experiences in the future. So now looking at our plans for experiential marketing or press previews, et cetera, while some of those plans involve physical IRL experiences, we're also looking at it digitally. How can we expand that, reach more people, get consumers involved in a meaningful way? 
Yeah. And and then on the marketing side of things, how do you, well, I like that you do both, right? And I think that's so critical because if you're working with a PR firm that doesn't really understand or they can't speak marketing, or you're working with a marketing firm that's just, you know, I personally think that that's that's a major problem. Or let's say that you have these departments internally, uh, and if they don't have great cooperation or communication between them, or heaven forbid, they have they have they're diametrically opposed on bigger things, right? That is just a recipe for disaster. Absolutely. And it happens. Um, I, you know, from my point of view, I came from the brand side. I was in-house for over a decade and, you know, trained coming up in brand communications and management we were looking at siloed work streams and no one was really converging those together. So as I moved from in-house brand to agency life um, in my my previous firm, uh, where I stood up a PR division in an existing digital advertising agency, my goal when I found to demonstrate was to bring those work streams together and think about communications as a holistic approach. Um, And that's to say that marketing communications should go hand in hand and be working together harmoniously in anything that we do. Um, And while there might be additional work streams across each of those that we might not touch on a day-to-day basis, we should know the left hand's doing if we're the right hand and vice versa. Um, I think it's it's equally important now with budgets shrinking for marketing and communications Mm. to make sure that they're working together to create the biggest impact or ROI on behalf of our partners. Because at the end of the day, we're all accountable for those dollars spent. We have to figure out the best way to make them work hard for our business and help us reach our objectives. And so we've got to be working together to do that. If not, no one's going to be happy. The brand's not going to hit their objectives. You know, the marketing team's going to be annoyed that they spent money on this thing that PR recommends it, et cetera, et cetera. But if you were planning and executing together, you're going to have a much more thoughtful uh, and productive execution. Yeah. Um, what types of companies do you work with and what kinds of um, what would be some maybe some examples of case studies of things that you've done, like who you work with? Yeah, we're all over the place, Josh. And I say that because um, we really like to partner with clients that have interesting stories to tell um, and, you know, have the basis of either brand purpose or a mission for the company. So we work with everything from educational technology platforms like Springboard, Um, We work with For Real, which is um, a milkshake and smoothie company found in Mm. convenience stores. Uh, We work with Cool Effect, which is a nonprofit uh, climate organization. They allow individuals, businesses, and organizations to offset their footprint um, through carbon emission reduction projects across the globe. Um, We work on Crystal Geyser Alpine Spring Water and all of their initiatives with regards to recycled plastics uh, and opening up their facilities to recycle plastics um, in-house to create um, a, a circular economy with regards to closing the loop on sustainability. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of all over the place. There's no one niche um, that we've stayed in. And I'm grateful that that's the case because come 2020 March, when the world was shutting down and clients were pressing pause and canceling, um, that gave us the ability to stretch our strategic horsepower uh, and work across industries. Yeah. And in terms of Joey, where are you like, how do you uh, get most of your business at this point? Or, or do you do, do you do 
any marketing or PR for yourself? And then, you know, how has, I mean, what, do, what would, what advice would you recommend? Let me ask it this way. What <laughs> advice would you give to another, maybe a earlier stage PR marketing firm that wants to kind of follow in your footsteps in terms of like, yeah, this is really great activity. If you want to start attracting the attention of great potential clients. Yeah, that's a great question. To answer the earlier question, I I don't do too much marketing um, for the agency. I've been uh, fortunate enough to have a great roster of clients that have provided uh, recommendations to friends and colleagues over the years. And so most of our new business um, that we bring in is all word of mouth. Um, However, I do contribute to Forbes Council. I contribute to Entrepreneur, to PR Daily. Uh, providing some thought leadership, my point of view, if you will, on the industry at large, which drives a decent amount of traffic to our site um, and starts some conversations with brand partners. So I would say um, anyone that's looking for inbounds or, or trying to ramp up their inbounds, networking is so important, making sure that you're on LinkedIn um, finding new connections and, and networking with folks, um, like-minded industry folks. Um, I think figuring out if, if you have a point of view, how to share that, uh, whether that be on your social channels, whether it's creating a podcast like you've done, Josh, whether it's, um, you know, posting on your social media channels regularly, um, going to conferences and client events now that they're opening again, or if not, even in the digital format, um, but really putting yourself out there and having a point of view, I think, is is the best way in our industry to garner attention. Um, I think the, the last point I'll make is doing good work, mm-hmm. uh, caring about the work that you do, and not overwhelming yourself or your staff in the process is important because that kind of continues to manifest itself throughout the industry. Um, And you start to build a reputation and a name for yourself uh, if you do good work on behalf of your partners. Yeah. When somebody goes to your website, wearedemonstrate.com, how do you recommend that they begin engaging with you? We actually have a couple of ways. If you're looking for a job, we have a careers uh, section. <laughs> I, think we, I have to do, I've got to do this shameless plug. Yes, right, everyone's right. Good hiring. for you. <laughs> and um, if you do want to get in contact, there's a contact functionality. Uh, and then we also have a just general info email um, on the footer of the site. Um, but our contact page has uh, the services that you'd be requesting, asking a little bit more detail about what type of business or organization you're working with, as well as some budget ranges. And that gives us a general idea if it's something that we might be interested in. Yeah, and that's excellent. Okay, and again, that is wearedemonstrate.com. And uh, Joey Hodges, you're the founder and CEO. Joey, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh, for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, 
tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the thoughtful entrepreneur movement. Thank you.